Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1,245. I'm celebrating Women's History Month this March by having 21 inspiring automotive enthusiasts who are women here on Cars Yeah. These are the movers and shakers who work in the automotive industry. Quit talking and start doing. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hey, this is Mark Green. Join me at the Classic Auto Show in Costa Mesa, California, this March 16th and 17th at the Orange County Fair and Events Center. I'll be the celebrity stage MC conducting live interviews with past Cars Yard guests, including Adam Carolla, the Grand Marshal, Dave Kindig from Bitchin' Rides, Wayne Carini from Chasing Classic Cars, Mark Warman from Graveyard Cars, Mike Finnegan from Roadkill, Bogey from All Girls Garage, Big Mike, Import Tuner and Builder, and Lynn St. James, an iconic race car driver. I hope I'll see you at the Classic Auto Show. For more information, go to theclassicautoshow.com. That's theclassicautoshow.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I'm revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest calling in from the Charlotte Motor Speedway, Jessica Fickenshire. Hey, Jessica, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I certainly am. All right, cool. Jessica Fickinger is a nine-year veteran of Speedway Motorsports, where she facilitates capital improvements and property development projects across all eight of the Speedway Motorsports premier NASCAR facilities. She also explores new fan-first initiatives and supervises the company's relationship with food services partner, Levy Restaurants. Jessica also oversees business and operations for Speedway Motorsports subsidiary, U.S. Legend Cars International the world's largest producer of fun and affordable race cars, as well as INEX, the sanctioning body for U.S. legend car racing worldwide. She served for seven years as vice president of special projects and previously worked as director of special projects, director of client services, and manager of client services. Oh my gosh, Jessica, you are a busy lady. This is why it's taken a little while to get you on this show. You're you're doing everything. You've got a lot of ass on your head. Well, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a brief moment and share a little bit more about your career and your passion for automobiles and racing? Sure. I, I've actually been with Speedway Motorsports for 19 years. Whoa. Yes. I started out as an intern in 1997. I came down to North Carolina by way of New Jersey. And my first day as an intern, I just absolutely fell in love with the business behind racing and motorsports. And I quickly got a job a full time with them 2 years after my internship was done and I've done a, a lot of things there I've seen a lot I've had a lot of great mentors along the way I've had the opportunity to work for Humpy Wheeler and for the Smith family who's just been absolutely incredible and wow. they've really helped my career grow at Speedway Motorsports No doubt well I'm sorry I shorted you 10 years there in the <laughs> intro my goodness yeah, well, it's incredible when I read through your resume, if you will, and and put together a little intro for you there. And wow, I mean, pretty darn cool, all the different pieces of this business. And you're right, most of us fans, as racing fans, just think of racing as racing. And you have to stop and reconsider a bit all the things that have to happen around that to make those events happen. It's It's almost mind-boggling, and we're going to learn a little more about that, maybe a lot more about that. But before we do, 
and we start on your journey. I always like to ask my guests for a success quote or a mantra. It's a nice way to get the inspirational tires smoking here on Cars Yeah, since we're talking racing. So, Jessica, take the wheel. Okay. I'd like to say a lot. Quit talking and start doing. I think that's a pretty common <laughs> expression. I, I'm not sure, but I, you know, there's um, there's so much that needs to be done at a racetrack. And I look at things a lot from the fans' perspective and on the operational side. And you know, we're not Walt Disney World, but we have 365 days a year to make something happen. We only have a couple times a year to really impact the fan and make them a true fan of, of racing and motorsports. So we've got to really take those opportunities and put our best foot forward. Oh, yeah. You know, I love that saying, but you touched on something important here. I've had hundreds of racers on this show, and most of them have said a race is one before the race starts, and that is with preparation. And, and for you guys, when you're planning a major racing event, all the work that goes into that event at the beginning so that that participant, that fan has a great experience from start to finish could all be for naught if you didn't quit talking and get to work, right? Exactly. Oh, I like that. Very cool. Sounds like something my dad would have told me. Quit talking and just get the yard cleaned up or something. <laughs> That's, That's right. <laughs> okay. Yes, sir. You're right. I'm, I'm kind of lally gagging around here. Well, let's talk about you for a minute and your personal passion for cars and for racing. Is there a pivotal moment in your life and you knew that you were going to be a car gal? I'm not sure if there was an exact moment, but I do know the first day I pulled into the Speedway for my interview for my internship, I just had this overwhelming feeling of excitement and it was so big and so special. And and I think a little bit into my internship, I knew this is what I wanted to do and I never thought twice about it. And I never looked back. And I still have that same feeling of excitement and butterflies 19 years later pulling into the parking lot. You know, that's pretty darn cool because most people go to work every day and it's just drudgery and they're not happy and they live for the weekends or the evenings. Are there things that, I mean, is it just natural to you that you're excited by that? Or are there things about this adventure you've been on in your career that really every day you just go, wow, this is so cool. I get to do this. I think most importantly, it's the people I work for and the people I work with that really get me excited. They um, bring out the best in me. They make me want to go out every day and, and do my best and be my best. And they're so supportive. And it's just a very family-oriented community at work. And I think that's just really special. And it's very, very supportive. And I couldn't do half the things I do without the, the Smith family and my coworkers. Well, there's another secret to having a successful career. I, I've read many, many times that the reason most people leave their jobs is not because of the work or the job. It's their manager or their boss or the people that they're surrounded by that the manager and boss are not wise enough to get rid of so that one great gem in the group can do their job right. So definitely you found the right venue, the right group of people. And oh my God, well, the fact you've been there so long tells the tale right there. Well, no doubt, though, you've met up with maybe a few challenges, maybe a failure or two. I like to ask this question and ask the guest to kind of share one of those situations. But of course, the most important thing is what did you learn from it? I know it's not so fun to go through when you're going through it, but how did that particular experience help you gain even more momentum as your career grew and advanced? Um, I think the biggest challenge that I've had is uh, finding that work balance. I, I've got two boys. They're 18 months apart. And once I had kids, 
I realized I can't do it all. And it's okay not to be able to do it all. And it's okay to ask people for help when you need the help. And I think that was, but that was a hard thing to overcome. And it took me a while to get to that point. But once I did, my career actually took off even more after I had kids, which I thought was kind of ironic. I thought, oh, I'm going to be set back. I'm going to be looked at as this mother who can't get things done. And it was quite the opposite once I realized I need to look to the people around me. And that's including my husband for more support at home and my coworkers for things that they that they, they could help me with if I needed to go around and pick up my kids or go to something at their school. And, and really, once I succumbed to that, my career actually kind of took off a little bit more. You know, there's another amazing golden nugget. And I understand fully. My wife was a, a working engineer when we started having children, and she was battling with the same thing. She was working in primarily a men's world. All mm-hmm. the people in the office were men except for her. So she was a, a rarity there. And then having a child and trying to keep up, I guess, is is a way to say it with, with that pace and then having to be a mother, not having to be, but choosing to be a yes. mother. I think this is really important for women to hear because so many times women, I think, I've heard women feel like, well, I've got to, you know, bring home the bacon and fry it up in a pan. I can do everything that a man can do. That's the old saying, if if you will. But asking for help, I mean, this works well in any capacity. Whatever you're doing, the willingness to ask for help, do you think that sometimes women have a challenge doing that because they feel it makes them look weak? I do. Okay. I- I do think that, yes. Yeah, I think you're probably right. And I know with my wife, yeah, leaning on me a little bit more and saying, hey, I need some help doing these certain things so that I can still go and do my career and do my job, be a great wife, a a great mother, and all these different things you can do, but also at work as well. And I know for many employers, they look at that as, oh, gosh, now she's going to be wanting to leave early. And now she doesn't want to come in, you know, wants to come in late because they have to take the child to school. But have you found that at least, well, it sounds like you've got great people you work with, work for, um, that they're understanding and helpful in these things? Because again, a lot of women are afraid to ask those things because they think, oh, I can't get ahead in my career. Absolutely. I, the Smith family is all about family first and then your job, mm-hmm. which has helped me and not only me, but every, my coworkers tremendously. They, my boss knows when my kids have a hockey game or something at school and he says to me, why are you still here? You need to go and watch your son. And so <laughs> yeah, it's very yeah. encouraging and, and, and just a very positive environment to be in. Absolutely. Well, great. Awesome. Awesome. Great golden nugget there. Well, let's have a little bit of fun and talk about your personal first really special car vehicle, the, the car that you got that had great meaning for you and maybe share a memory or two you have of that ride. Well, I wasn't always the best driver. So I got a lot of speeding tickets when I was younger and a lot of little Uh-oh. fender benders. So anything Uh-oh. that I could see for more than a year was good. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh, your poor parents. I can see my the poor- eyes rolling back in the head. <laughs> yes, my, my poor parents. Gosh, I, I don't know if I had I, one really special car. Like I said, I think it was just whatever one I didn't wreck that day. <laughs> oh my God. Now there's a unique answer. I don't think I've heard that one before. Uh, the Demolition Derby, that is Jessica yes. Ficenture. Yeah, yes. wow. I have a little bit of a lead foot, so I, I, couldn't, okay. I couldn't get anything too flashy. So. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, that's why you're you're good at working behind the scenes in racing and not on the track. That's right. You know? exactly. that, that lead foot is great for the track, but not the, not the crashing. That's not a good thing. It doesn't right. get you to the end of the race. So. Oh, that's funny. Well, 
I guess I don't even need to ask the next question, and that is a car you've sold that you've let go that you wish you had back. But is there one in your life? There is not. No. Okay. No. Once they're crashed, they're gone. I'm on yes, to the next pretty one. pretty much. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's great. Well, I would assume as you've matured, you become a better driver, right? I have, yes. Yeah, and slow down a little bit. Car. Oh, gosh. They gave you a company yeah. car? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, so we... uh. Toyota is a proud sponsor of ours, so I, I've got my mom Sequoia vehicle, which is kind of there like driving tank. So, yeah, there you go. Good. Well, when you got that precious cargo, those two little boys in the back—that's right. Uh, yeah, you got to be careful and slow down. That's funny. Very cool. Well, I would love for you to share a lot more about what's going on with your business and. Uh, the Speedway Motorsports and, uh, you know, all the things that you're doing there, Charlotte Motor Speedway. I mean, it seems like you're all over the place, but what has you excited and fired up this year about your business? Um, I think the biggest excitement is coming off of the Roval race that we just had at Charlotte Motor Speedway. We were um, going into something that was very unknown. Uh, my boss, Marcus Smith, had this vision for this amazing Roval road course oval race. Again, we did not know what to expect at the end of that race, and we could not have been any happier with that with the outcome. I mean, it just really exceeded expectations. You had drivers complaining about it and drivers liking it, which is great because you don't want everybody liking it. Um, the <laughs> yeah. fans loved it. So I think that's given us some momentum going into 2019. I think the new world package is going to be very exciting. I'm really looking forward to seeing what Atlanta and Las Vegas bring You know, with the new rules package. And I think the the work that the Speedway Motorsports and Marcus Smith and NASCAR have done together and collaborating, and not just them, just with the drivers and TV, it's, it's just, I think, going to be a very exciting year. Oh, no doubt. Well, give our listeners, those who might think they would want to work in a field like what you do, is there any normal day for Jessica in the office? No. No, I didn't think which so. Is, which makes it very exciting. No day is yeah. mundane. It's always something different, a new challenge, a new fire, a new victory. So I, that's part of the, the reason why I love my job so much. Absolutely. And if there was a young woman out there who would love to do something like you're doing, what advice would you give her as to how to get into the career path that you have, how to get involved, where to go, who to talk to? I would say get into either a speedway or a race team. Offer to work for free as long as you can. Wait tables at night if you have to, but get your foot in the door. Make yourself indispensable. Be very tenacious but polite about wanting to do work, and uh, I think that'll go a long way. Great advice. Great advice. Well, Jessica, up next is the last lap. Before we put the pedal to the metal, as they say in the racetrack, I'd like to say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsors. Everyone who knows me knows I'm really picky when it comes to my cars and keeping them looking new. I'm a huge fan of Covercraft floor mats. I've protected my vehicle with their products for decades. Want to keep your vehicle's interior looking new? It's easy with Covercraft floor mats. They will protect your vehicle's factory carpets from daily abuse, weather, pets, children, weekend adventures, and those everyday spills. It's a fast, easy, and stylish way to keep your vehicle looking new. Covercraft floor mats come in a wide variety of styles, materials, and configurations, all designed for maximum protection. In addition to Premier Plush and Berber Custom Floor Mats, you'll also find cargo liners, canine cargo area liners, dash covers, and sunscreens. Enhance your vehicle's looks while protecting the factory finishes with easy-to-install and easy-to-clean floor mats. Covercraft is the right choice. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. 
and tell them Market Cars Yeah sent you. That's Covercraft.com. Are you looking for a way to get your products or services into the ears of thousands of automotive enthusiasts around the globe? I can help. This is Mark Green here at Cars Yeah, and I'd be honored to be an influencer and ambassador for your brand in a unique and personal way. Five days a week, thousands of subscribers and listeners enjoy the Cars Yeah podcast and website. Contact me today and I'll show you how at mark at com or connect with me through the Cars yeah website at com. Hey, Mark Green here from the Cars Yeah podcast. Did you know you can now see me on the Cars Yeah TV show? That's right. Cars Yeah is now on MAV TV. I visit some of the past Cars Yeah guests and take you along for the ride. Go to MavTV.com to learn more where you can enjoy Cars Yeah TV. MAV TV is also available on DirecTV, Fubo TV, Fios by Verizon, or you can stream it through MavTV.com online. And they said I only had a face for podcasting. All right, Jessica, we're back, and I have a bit of an introspective question for you. If you woke up tomorrow and you were a vehicle, you'd been manifested into a car, a truck, a bike, motorcycle, whatever it might be, what would Jessica be and why? Oh, a Ford GT. Oh, my gosh. Okay. A whirlwind of speed and style and grace. Yes. What is it about that car that you identify with so well? I just think it's super sleek and, I mean, I don't know if you've ever ridden in one, but I've never driven one. I'm not allowed to, but I've ridden in one, and I can't (laughs) describe the feeling. It's just, that's my dream car. (laughs) Yeah, those are gorgeous cars. The the first generation Ford GT, I I have ridden in those. I've driven those. The new one that just recently came out, you know, last year, I have not had the pleasure of riding in nor driving, but I got to find a friend with one because that thing is just insane. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. It's like a spaceship, so... All right, very cool. What color GT would you be? Mm-hmm. Red. Well, of course. <laughs> Why did I even ask? I should have known that. Sporty and speedy. Yeah, always exceeding the limits. There you go. Well, here we are entering the last lap, and I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some quick blips of the Ford GT throttle. So here we go. What's the best automotive advice you've ever received? Wow, the best automotive advice I've received. See, I thought for sure you'd say from a police officer who said, slow down. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm trying to, I've, I've gotten so much great advice from Bruton Smith over the years. He's the, you know, who, he's the king of, of, of you know, automobiles. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll leave it at that, uh, which you obviously took that advice because you've slowed down a little bit. That's right. a little that's safer right. okay. out of the road. So. We'll leave, we'll leave it at that one. I think that's great advice for everybody out there driving on the road. Slow down, put your phone down, pay attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Would you share one of your personal habits you believe has contributed to your many successes over the years? I exercise every morning and I meditate every morning. And I think kind of going mm-hmm. into my day with a clear mind just sets me up for success and I can conquer anything that day. There you go. Great advice. I need to follow that advice. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners that you found uh, really fun, great to engage in, maybe something a go-to every day? I listen to a lot of different podcasts on, on leadership and business and different things in the NASCAR industry. I think just really educating yourself. I try to read the Sports Business Journal you know, every time I get it or the Charlotte Business Journal, just keeping up on what's going on and not only in your industry, but in your community. I think just 
gives you that little bit of a leg up on someone else. Absolutely. Now, if I could wave a magic wand and arrange for you to have a drink with anyone in the automotive or racing industry, living or deceased, who would that person be? Hmm. I think Ethel Ford would be kind of neat to to talk to. You know, it's interesting because Henry Ford is the person that most people go to with that right. question. But Edsel Ford, yeah, had a very different perspective and take on things right. as the next generation. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think he'd be an interesting guy. Is there anything about him that you find really intriguing? I think actually just what you said, you know, the Henry Ford, you know, obviously was, was the beginning of everything, but the, but where they came from and where they're going, I think is more interesting to me. The evolution of, of cars and and people yeah, and absolutely, absolutely, yeah, that'd be a fun one. Maybe get Henry and Etzel together. That would uh, be good. Sit down and yeah, <laughs> that'd be interesting too. Well, how about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners would enjoy reading? I just finished a book called "Find Your Yellow Tuxedo," which is more towards folks in the hospitality business. So you know, dealing with fans and and that kind of thing, and it was just really bring out your your best in interacting with your fans and your customers. It was a quick, easy read, and I really felt, found it kind of fascinating and got a little good tidbits from it. Oh, it's the first time that book's been recommended. I'll have to get my hands on that. Very yeah. interesting. I've not heard of that book before, so cool. Well, anything you can do to – I'd imagine it gave you a bit of a perspective from the customer viewpoint. Was that the, the direction of that book? It was, yes. Okay. Well, you mentioned earlier in our talk that you try to look at it from the fan's viewpoint, which I think is really important. So many businesses don't do that, and it always surprises me. I just recently had a, a not-so-pleasant experience with a new rental car company, and I wrote their president, CEO, and their customer service a, a letter. It was very nice, but just saying, hey, here's what I didn't like about my experience, and here's what I'd like you to do about it. Never heard back from the CEO, and the person that wrote me back obviously didn't even read my letter. They just had a canned response. Here's what we will give you. And it's like, I'm like, really? Well, won't be renting from you again, ever. Uh, you know, just is amazing to me sometimes. So, Find Your Yellow Tuxedo, great book. Well, listeners, I'll remind you, you can find all these great resources on Jessica's Cars yeah show notes page. Go to CarsYeah.com, type in Jessica. Fickenscher, very cool German last name, F-I-C-K-E-N-S-C-H-E-R. All right, Jessica, we are up to the checkered flag. I think I know how you might answer this question, but you might you might throw me a curve. It can be a bit of a doozy. Today, I'm going to buy you any cool collector car to park in your garage. It doesn't matter who owns it, where it is, how much it costs. It's going to be yours, but there's a couple rules to this game. One is... You can't sell it right away to buy a bunch of other cool stuff for your boys. You got to keep it, drive it. Uh, you have to drive it too. No garage queens here. Um, hopefully you will drive it at the speed limit or take it to the track and have a lot of fun with it. And it's the only collector car you can have in your garage. This is one car. So you have to choose wisely. So what can I buy you today? I think a convertible Thunderbird. Oh. Anything between 57 and 59 would be, I could see myself cruising around in town in that. Well, yeah. Well, those are really cool cars. Um, you know, immediately comes to mind is American Graffiti. Yes. Uh, with at the end of the movie, the the beautiful blonde. Um, wasn't that um she was she went on to be a TV star in a lot of TV shows. I can't think of her name off the top of my head, but uh, yeah, driving. I think she was in a white one, if I remember that movie right. So, what color would you like your Thunderbird? Oh, I think maybe a, a blue, like a baby blue. Okay, we can do that. I'm sure they made some beautiful blues in those cars back in the day. 
So, uh, yeah, we'll have some fun with that. Well, that sounds like fun. I thought for sure you were going to say a Ford GT. But once again, you threw me for a, a curve. <laughs> but was it the, uh, the word collectible car that kind of triggered that thought in your mind? It was. It was. Yeah. So I was thinking a little bit more antique, old. Yes. Yeah, very cool. Ah, that would be fantastic. Well, Jessica, you've taken me on a great ride around the track there at uh, the Speedway. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and being part of this Women's History Month here on Cars, yeah, of uh, one of the 21 fantastic women I've had on the show. Could you offer us a little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset and in that uh, convertible Thunderbird? Yes, I, I just think, you know, if you have a passion for something, I don't discount yourself look for mentors, ask for support. I, you don't have to go on this journey alone. And whether that be friends, coworkers, your boss or your family at home, I, I think everybody can achieve their, their dreams and just stick with the path. It's probably not going to happen overnight or in two to three years, but it may happen in five to 10 years. But if you really feel passionate about something, don't give up. Don't give up. Perfect. Words of a racer. What's the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and Speedway Motorsports? Uh, visiting our corporate web- website, we've got uh, com, and it's got a lot of company information there, a lot of bios on our, our leadership in the in the company. And then from there, you can explore more of our speedways individually and our subsidiaries such as U.S. Legends and uh, Performance Racing Network and Speedway Properties. Yeah, you guys are involved in so many things. They're very cool. I would encourage our listeners to go to SpeedwayMotorsports.com. Check out the world Jessica lives in. It may just be the world you would love to live in as well, no doubt. And you can find all these great links on Jessica's show notes page on the Cars Yow website. Hey, Jessica, I know you're traveling. I know you're a busy lady. I really appreciate you taking some time with me today to share your story for the Cars Yow audience and listeners, I should say. I want to thank you for sharing your experiences and your life with us. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you, Mark. I really enjoyed our time together today. You're welcome. You take care of your cars, but who takes care of your investments? Tune-ups aren't just for engines. Updating your financial plan is important, too. Your GPS may take you from A to B, but it won't help you on the road to financial freedom. For that, you need a good co-pilot and a very trusted advisor. Chris Kimball, CFP, is just the man for the job. He'll guide you down that road without driving you crazy. For over 25 years, Chris has helped people just like you and me with their financial planning and investments. With a master's degree in financial services, he is eminently qualified. And he's a car guy, too. Learn more at chrisvkimball.com or call 866-ON-A-PLAN. Securities through Money Concepts Capital Corp. Member FINRA SIPC. CK Financial Services is not affiliated with Money Concepts Capital Corp. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!